Hello everyone, my name is John Locke and I'd like to welcome you to the winning trade, but first the required disclaimer material. This presentation is given for educational purposes only. We're not broker dealers or financial advisors and we're not making any specific trade recommendations. Also, please be aware that your risk in trading options is substantial and please make sure you are aware of all your risks prior to placing any trades. Also note that in this presentation, we are covering hypothetical computer simulated trades. They're believed to be as accurately represented as possible, but keep in mind that live results can vary from simulated results for many different reasons. If this is your first experience with us, my name is John Locke. I'm a trading performance and financial freedom coach with LockingYourSuccess.com, where myself and our team of mentors are here to help you win in the markets and in life as well. And today I'm here to take you into the realm of high probability options trading, also known as income trading. This is where we utilize option strategies to make money from the passage of time rather than depending on price movement alone in order to make money. Now this doesn't mean we're going to make money all the time, but it does mean that we can often make money whether the price of the market goes up, down, or sideways, which is very beneficial right now because this year we've been pretty much in a sideways or downturning market. So pay attention as we dive in. And the winning trading strategy we're going to take a look at today is called the M3. Now, the M3 is a time-tested and proven strategy. It's a strategy that I came up with in, I believe, 2006, uh, early 2007, maybe. And many of our students have traded this strategy, live traded it since 2007 through all types of different market environments. And many people, including myself, have utilized the M3 along their path to trading success to becoming consistently profitable traders. So the M3 trading strategy is a strategy that we trade on the Russell 2000. It's an option strategy that requires a minimum of $5,000 capital. The example we're going to be going over today is going to be a $50,000 plan capital position. The position is going to have a profit target of 10% of that plan capital or $5,000. Our exit loss trigger is going to be 10% of our plan capital, which is going to also be $5,000. The trade is entered 56 days to expiration. If I want to be more clear, it's the Friday that's closest to 56 days to expiration because sometimes that 56-day number moves around a bit. If Friday is a holiday, we just go into Monday. And the trade duration is up to 56 days. So let's take a look at the strategy. All right, so first of all, for those of you who are new to us, this is an option analytical software called OptionNet Explorer. This software allows us to go back in time, essentially put on trades and run through our software. It's an excellent educational software. It's good for backtesting and definitely for demonstrations. So here, basically what we have is we have the date that, we're, that the software is on that we're entering. This date is Friday, February 18th, 2022. Uh, this is the asset price of the Russell. It's a 2008. We have uh, our options chains across the top here. And just for simplicity purposes, we're only going to be dealing with the monthlies today. We are looking at the April 14th, 2022 options expiration cycle. It is 55 days to expiration, which is the Friday that's closest to 65 days. We have our call options on the top. We have our put options on the bottom. And this gives us our pricing and delta and so forth. Across the bottom here, we have the margin that's currently in the position. We have the uh, profit and loss that's currently in the position. We have a position delta. And for those of you who don't know what that is, it's one of the options Greeks. And it's one of the ones that we tend to use a lot of the times for adjustments. And uh, our current delta is one96 Nine six, and for as far as what the Greek means, it just essentially means that 
If the asset price goes up a dollar, it's projected to gain a dollar and ninety-six cents. If the asset price goes down a dollar, the position is expected to lose a dollar and ninety-six cents. We have uh, something called gamma, which is the rate at which our delta changes with price movement. We have theta, which is our theoretical amount of money this should be making over uh, over time or, or over one day. And we have vega, which is also a theoretical amount that the position um, is intended to or is likely to uh, gain or lose with implied volatility change. So right now this is a positive vega position. And in theory, it goes up a dollar with a dollar increase in implied volatility. That isn't actually the case. This is actually one of the more misleading Greeks in the software, but that's, uh, that's what it means just so that you know. We're primarily gonna pay attention to delta. What we have over here is we have our analytical chart it shows us our risk profile of our position. We have this sharp edge triangle. This is called an expiration graph. And you can see the asset prices along the bottom. So what this does is it shows us the uh, the profit and loss in this in this position at expiration at any given price point of the Russell 2000. So as of right now, the way we're positioned, if the Russell in 56 days or 55 days in this case is between 2034 and 1944, then we make money. If it's outside that range, we lose money unless it's over this range here, which is uh, 2251. Now, this position is a position that has what we call adjustments. So, you know, as long as the market's behaving nicely and staying in the range that we like, then we leave it alone. But if we hit some delta adjustment triggers or we go to certain price points, then we do what we call an adjustment and we'll pick this up and we'll move it and we'll basically continue on with the trade. So that is basically how that works. So this is an M3 configuration and M3 configuration is a standard symmetrical butterfly with a call. In this case, we're doing iron butterflies. So our typical entry, we're gonna come in here, we're going to sell 10 iron butterflies. We're gonna see what our delta number is on 10 butterflies. If it's below 70, we're gonna add butterflies until we get to 75-ish delta. If that never happens, we're gonna limit our butterfly number at 20. So 20 is the maximum number of butterflies we can go into. With the implied volatility so flat and so favorable for the market right now, we're actually doing 20 butterflies. And these are called iron butterflies because we're doing some in the calls and the puts. And when we do that, we have a delta of minus 25. We're gonna come in here, we're gonna correct that delta to be slightly positive to, in this case, by this 27 delta call, then we end up with a 1.96 entry. And this is what our entry position looks like. Should also mention your project, your profit and loss is along the um, right side here. Also, this curved line is called a T plus zero line. This is the estimated va uh, profit and loss in your position as of today at any given price point in the Russell. So if today the Russell went all the way down to 1850, this is projecting we'd be down about five or $600. Not a big deal because remember our exit loss triggers uh, is 5,000, it's just barely drawing down. And if we go all the way up to say 2,200, this is projecting that we'll have a profit of about 35.58. And that's how that works. And again, this is a projection and the line can go up and down and shift and change. We don't exact, know exactly what our profit and loss would be if that were to happen but that's what the model's projecting anyway. 
So what we're going to do here is this is our starting position. You can see our short strikes are approximately 20 points under the money. So we're 2008. We have a 1990 short strikes. We do 50-point wings. We have 20 contracts on because the implied volatility skew curve, as we said before. And then we have our call. And basically how this works is if the asset price decides it wants to come up over 2050, we're going to remove this position and we're going to reposition it as if we're starting again. And if the delta gets to minus 15, we're going to make uh, an adjustment. We also have downside triggers. We don't actually have a price point downside trigger, but we have a positive 50 delta downside trigger. And we also have a downside trigger for um, an 8% move in the market. So if the Russell moves 8%, then uh, to the downside, then what we're going to do is we're going to we're going to make some adjustments to mitigate that risk. And in some cases, we're going to roll this back. So we will, uh, let's go through this and see how this goes. So it's February 18th, 2022. And I'm going to skip ahead to the 25th here. So here we are. I'm going to take a look at my trade log because I want to see what our first date is. So you see we entered on the 18th. This is this is the log of what we did here. So we entered on the 18th. We don't have an adjustment till 3-2, but let's just do a couple spot checks. So right now it's the 25th of February. This is what we look like. You can see that we are not over our roll point, which is 2050. You can see that our delta number is under minus 15. Uh, right now our profit and loss is 608. Everything looks fine. So let's go to the 1st of March. Uh, this is what we look like here. Profit and losses has dropped a little bit. Right? So as time goes by, these generally, and, and again, we can speak the form of generalities or we can speak in specifics. Generally, as time goes by, what happens is this T plus zero line forms closer and closer into the shape of our expiration line and we gain money. But really, we're not trading theta. That's a mistake that a lot of people trade who make who trade these kinds of trades. We're not actually trading theta. What we're trading is implied volatility. So that being the case, you can have these cases where you know, we haven't made any adjustments and we've been in this thing for a while now, and we really haven't gained any money. And again, a big part of that is because of an implied volatility shift, because that's actually what we're trading. And as you become come to understand these strategies, you, you tend to understand that. But this is where we stand here. If we go to the following day, and let me uncheck the trades, we end up having a 52-point up move in the Russell. And now our asset price is over 2050. So this being the case, we're just going to take this off and restart it again. And we're going to start at the same expiration cycle. It's still the same trade. So we're going to close this. And the asset price is at 2061. So we're going to put our short strikes about, well, about 20 below the money. So we'll be looking at 2040 for our short strikes. And we'll move our call if we need to. And... This is what we look like. So here's our 2040 short strikes. Here's our 50 point wings. Currently, our call to level us off here is at about 33 delta. So as time goes by, you're going to see an increased delta requirement in this call. And this is what we look like here. So let's move 
forward. Let me just see where our next adjustment is quickly. 317 and then 322. So let's jump ahead to, say, the 16th. We'll see where we stand. Okay, so some time's gone by, and not all that much time. It's 10 or 11 days, and you can see we've had a very substantial increase in our profit and loss. Again, this is not this is because we're trading implied volatility. We're not really truly trading theta, and implied volatility has shifted in a way that raised our T plus zero line up, and now we're up 23.91, and everything is looking fine. Let's take a look at. Uh, let me uncheck this and take a look at the following day. We had a further up move here. We had a further increase in our profit and loss. And we also have a delta of minus 21. And we talked to you about the delta being minus 15. Now, when we run into a negative delta problem with this, we have a, a certain sequence of things that we do that uh, to correct that delta. And the first thing we're going to look at is, what is the delta of our call? And the delta of our call is only 26. If the delta was up at 90 or something like that, we wouldn't use this as an adjustment strategy to the upside for delta. But since we're only at 26, we're going to take this and we're just going to move it deeper in the money. So you can see that call is going to go down to here, a 45 delta call. That levels us off to slightly negative delta. And here is our position uh, now. So let's go forward here. I think we had a couple more days or something. Okay, that was the following day. It's the 21st. You can see we're gaining profits pretty nicely here, 27.59. Uh, this day here, we're at 3,200 profit and loss. Let me uncheck the adjustment. So what's going on here? We have our delta has now kicked back up to minus 24 in this case. We're not 10 points over our long strike, so we're not over 2,100. We're only at 2,085. We have a delta issue here. We have a call that's only at 53 delta. We're going to roll that deeper into the money. So if we do that, that's going to put us here. And now we're running with a 76 delta call. We're up 3,200. Everything is going well. So let's see where our next adjustment points are. We have something in three days and then on the 29th. So this, these do tend to get more active. As you know, this wasn't very active, but they tend to get more active when we get closer to expiration. Okay, so we end up having a 30-point down move. Okay, and then the 25th. Let's see what happened here. We're over our maximum delta limit again. So we're at uh, minus 17. This time, we did something different to make an adjustment. Our call was already, if you take a look at what the call is, is already at like 75 delta. And it'll get deeper in the money than that through natural consequence when market moves around or when time goes by. But we're generally not going to adjust a whole lot more than that. So what we did here instead is we dropped out five contracts of our butterflies. So we drop some butterflies, and that by default is going to change our delta number. And then I made a, a slight modification to where the call was to um, to adjust this delta number to where I wanted it. So if you take a look at after position, you can see that we dropped this to five contracts. That would have put us actually 
positive delta more than I wanted. So I came in, I reduced my delta with my call, and now we're, again, nice and balanced off. And this position looks really nice. If we go a few more days here. We get a we get a just a monster up move in the in the Russell here, and we end up being uh, our long strikes at 20.90. The asset price is all the way at 21.37, so it it goes all the way up into here with our price, and you can see that on our analytical chart as well. And this is going to call for a roll, so we're going to do the same thing. We're going to exit this position out. We're going to roll our position. And the short strikes are going to start out at, in this case here, about 20 points under that. It's going to be 21.20. You can see that we roll up to 21.20. Now, in this case, because we're getting closer to expiration, we're only 16 days to expiration, what tends to happen is this T plus zero line, you can see how sharp the drop-off is to the downside now. It starts to trigger our risk trigger with an 8% down move in the asset price. Now, with an 8% down move, we're only allowed to lose $10,000. And had I stayed up with my size and went deeper in the money with the call, I would have violated that rule. So that being the case, we end up dropping down to 10 contracts. We bring our call a little bit further out of the money here. And now our total capital in the position is only 10000 And speaking of capital, the capital, plan capital in this trade is 50,000. In this market environment, you will rarely get over 20. I think during this trade, we got to maybe 22, 23,000. We'll call it 25,000. So when we take a look at our effective yield return, it's actually going to be almost double what we're posting it as. But we're not going to change the plan capital for the trade because we know this setup in a different implied volatility market does require 50,000. So like I said, we've been doing this since 2006, 2007 timeframe, and we've seen all different types of market conditions. So there's reasons why we keep our parameters the way we keep them. So anyway, here is March 29th. Notice we're up $4,500 on our profit loss. We are getting close to our profit target number. So let's move on here. And we'll see how this develops. All right, we end up getting a 43-point down move, which does, it knocks a couple hundred bucks out. We really don't have any adjustments here. We're within our delta guideline to the downside. We don't even have $10,000 in the position, so we're not going to violate that guideline to the downside. This actually looks good. So let's move on to the following day. So now what happened is we've got a continued down move, and we've now exceeded our delta parameter. So we allow minus uh, positive 50. We're at positive 51. We're also outside the backside of the position. In those cases, we're going to roll it back. And that does happen from time to time. So we're going to pick this up. We're going to roll it back to, in this case here, we're going to be at 2050. So let's roll this back to 2050. And our extra call happens to be in the same strike as one of our short strikes, which is why we have nine here. So we have our long call at 62 delta. We are, again, below the money as we're supposed to be, uh, about 20 points. In this case, it's, tw it's 26 points. And that's where our call happens to be. This is our positioning. We're slightly over 10,000 in the position now. If I go to April 1st, we get a bit of a bounce. No adjustments are required. Go to the fourth. We get a situation where we violate our, our delta. And 
In this case here, we violated our delta number, but with our downside risk parameters, as we come into expiration, they start to come into play. And this is really great too, because you know if you have ever traded these types of strategies, when you get near expiration, you risk losing the total amount in the, in the strategy. And one of the things that this adjustment strategy that we're using in this does is it forces you to, to bring your capital down in the position so that if something like that does happen, the loss is actually very, very reasonable. So here, what's going to happen is I, I, I don't want to bring this deeper in the money. I'm going to need to shorten my wing here on this side. So you'll see that these 10 contracts come up into here. You'll also see that I also shorten my short strikes. So I'm going to bring these 10 contracts up into here. And then when I do that, I end up having to move the call. So you can see our delta from before is positive, is minus 27. We're just neutralizing this out. So we pulled some, we've adjusted up, we've, we've corrected our delta parameter. We've not increased total capital in the trade and we're, got, we're all good. So let's go to, and we're 10 days to expiration, by the way. So let's go the next day. We get a 46 point down move. So we're getting chopped around a little bit back and forth. We do not hit a parameter which you have to adjust it. Our delta is still good. So let's move along. We get another 32 point down move. Let's take a look at that. And we got whacked. That happens from time to time, especially the market starts to get choppy. You can see they were coming in here and we were you know, pretty nice and sideways for a while. And now we get this big up move and that fails. We get this big down move. And we're near expiration. So that can be sometimes a little bit problematic. So what we're going to do here in this case, we're over our positive 50 delta again. So we're going to make that rollback just like we did before. We're going to go to the asset price of looks like 1980 for our short strikes. Now this time when we roll back, when we go to re-enter the position, our 50-point wings put us give us too much downside risk. In other words, we violate our downside risk parameters, so we automatically put this into a condor, essentially. We are doing a, uh, we're taking our original short, long strikes would have been at 1940, we're bringing them to 1950. Our original short strikes would be at 1990, we're bringing them to 2000. We're putting in a call that brings us relatively neutral delta. And this is uh, what we look like here. And go to the following day. We're seven days to expiration. There was no trigger for any sort of adjustment. And on the following day, we ended up basically hitting our profit target number on the strategy. And you see our profit is 50, almost $5,200. And that being the case, it is time to close the trade and move on. So we're gonna close this out for a profit of, let me just see what this is with commissions here for a profit of $5,135. That's just a slightly more than 10%. And that is the M3, this episode's winning trade. If you like what you see, I encourage you to come over to lockinyoursuccess.com. That's L-O-C-K-E in your success.com or thewinningtrade.com. That's thewinningtrade.com. And discover how you too can follow along with this and many other great strategies as they unfold during our weekly options trading for income webinars that we hold with our GO members. Also, where you can learn about upcoming winning trade presentations, explore past winning trades, and receive free bonus material. And perhaps best of all, you can also check out our free trading performance podcast so that you can have the information you need to skyrocket your trading results regardless of the type of trading you do. 
you have any questions, comments, or anything else you'd like to see on the next winning trade, we'd love to hear from you. Please just post those in the comments below, and I'll make sure I answer your comments for you personally. Thank you for joining me. I look forward to seeing you on the next winning trade.